Travis Knott, you won the giveaway, my brother. Congratulations, comic fam. Let's talk about some trending comic books. What is good, Comic Familia at the table with an Overstreet Price Guide advisor, Russ? Start him off at number 10. Number 10 on the list, a Star Wars book. We haven't talked about a Star Wars book in forever, Tom. But seriously, number 10 on the list, Star Wars The High Republic, number one. $15 average sales and a $100 sale for a CGC 9.8 back in November. Hit the like. We got a giveaway on deck. Slap the subscribe button. We've been doing this video. It's been like three plus years now Forever, every yes. single week. Oh my gosh, what value we provide this community. We have the first appearance of multiple characters. This is like the heyday of the Jedi Order. This is when things were about to go south before the Phantom Menace 230 plus years prior to the beginning of the prequels. So this is the earliest Star Wars story in canon. And there's a 208% increase in copies sold this week on rumors that there is a High Republic project in development by Disney. But there are also been rumors that there is an Old Republic project in development. So will it be High Republic? Will it be Old Republic? Only time will tell, but this book is moving and shaking. The Old Republic takes place during an era of Star Wars that predates A New Hope by four to 25,000 years. It's dark. It's gritty. Largely taking place in literature and video games. Whether Disney will choose to bring the Old Republic or the High Republic to screen is the question. Considering that the Old Republic is so dreadful in nature, it's more for an adult fandom I would find it surprising that they would go this route. It's largely considered like the Game of Thrones of the Star Wars era. Now, the High Republic is focused on the golden era of the Jedi, which is separated into three separate phases. You have the Light of the Jedi, the Quest of the Jedi, and the Trials of the Jedi. And this started a series in January of this year. Very popular, also spawned off a kid's series, the High Republic Adventures, which is popular as well. Again, which of these is going to be be made into a Disney property? Possibly both in the long run. Now we have number nine on the list, The Black Knight, Curse of the Ebony Blade, $8 average sales. I suspect spiking because of comic books, the death of Doctor Strange, as well as the recent Eternals movie. We have the daughter of The Black Knight debuting in this issue. 700% increase in copies sold this week for the first appearance of Jax Chopra, who also becomes the Black Knight in issue number five, if that's another one you're looking for. The Ebony Blade is cursed, created by Merlin. The more blood shed, the more it torments its user. This is a lot of weight to carry as a superhero. And considering the daughter of Black Knight in this issue takes on the mantle, it's as if she is helping carry the burden that her father has had to carry for so long. Now, fans of this run will already know the character, and we're excited to see her coming back in January of 2022 in the death of Doctor Strange Black Knight one-shot, where she and her dad, Dane, will be being the Black Knight. Spoiler warning, comic fam. The Eternals has been out for over a week. We got to talk about comics that are spiking because of it. So you've been warned. We know that the Black Knight was going to appear in the Eternals, but Kit Harrington doesn't go full Black Knight. He is an amazing character, however, in the Eternals. One of my favorites to follow. He kind of acts as the audience, you know, asking the questions, trying to make sense of all the dialogue that is in this movie. We see him at the end approach the Ebony Blade. We hear a voice in the darkness, things that are leading likely to further narratives that are going to be 
putting him at the center of potential teams to come. Stay tuned. Comic fam, if you like what we do and you want to support the show, you have got to sign up for the Mystery Mail Call with this absolutely incredible Raph Grissetti Venom number one variant. We got House of Slaughter number one. Virgins going out at random. Cover art done by Davi Go. Support what we do. Get dope comics from us as well as a bunch of other goodies by hitting comictom101.com or the link in the description. This is a damaged copy, so no worries. Number eight on the list, Ryan is going to be so happy with this one. That's right. Brian Michael Bendis, goodness, at the list of number eight, Naomi, number one, $80 average sales, $200 for a CGC 9.8. I'll remind the community that when this book was in its heyday, when the hype was at its, like, height, This book was hitting above $500. Oh, yeah, no. This book was all over the place. When it first came out, everyone latched on to what a fantastic character this was. There were rumors back then that there was going to be a show, and now it's finally coming full circle. We have a release date, and we have a trailer, which is causing a massive spike in sales of this book this week. Well, the trailer came out a few weeks ago, which is also interesting to consider this 159% uptick in copies sold because it's kind of a teaser, but they're doing the comic right. Naomi skateboarding through her school to try and catch the fight of the town's history. Superman versus Mongol quickly takes place in the streets and she witnesses it and she passes out because of the excitement, but not before she sees a flying Superman in the sky. At the time of release, just over 25,000 copies of this book were sold. And by the time we hit issue number five, we had multiple printings of every single issue. There was buzz, there was mystery, and I'm very excited for new people to be watching this show and see this mystery unfold of the superhero that Naomi becomes. Set to premiere, if there's no setbacks, January 11, 2022. Can you believe it? Naomi's already coming to the screen. Time flies, Tom. We've been talking about this book since like January of 2019 when it first came out. We getting old, my brother. <laughs> oh, Hit the yeah. subscribe button, comic fam. At the list, at number seven, Mbaku's first appearance, Avengers 62. Rumors started circulating earlier this year. Who is going to be the next Black Panther? Is it going to be Shuddy? Is it going to be Mbaku? Well, it was looking like it was going to be the former, but Spec started moving towards this particular book I feel like it was a just-in-case. And then now, resurfaced leaks that are pouring out saying that this is the direction that Marvel is going. Avengers 62 is one of my favorite covers of the era. I just love being able to see M'Baku, the leader of the white gorilla cult, on the cover. $300 average sales, and we just had a recent sale of $700 for a CDC 8.0. It's a 425% increase in copies sold this week because the Black Panther movie is on hold again, and they keep talking about different things that they may be doing with their plot line. The unexpected passing of our Black Panther, Chadwick Boseman. Letitia Wright getting injured on set, now delaying production. She also has some weird PR stuff going on right now. I'm curious to see where they're going to take us because these two individuals are not the only spec at play. Hit the subscribe. We have another comic to talk about, but not before we talk about, wait, what's going on, dude? At the list of number six, Tales of Suspense 94, the first appearance of MODOK. It's so crazy, Tom, because we were talking about the stop-action animation, MODOK, back when Patton Oswalt was the voice of that, and that was released earlier this year. And while it 
may not have been as successful. I think it really did a good job of introducing the character to the general public. I had high hopes for the show. Didn't really land for me. Didn't care for it. But you're right. I mean, it introduced this character to a lot more people beyond the video game appearances as of late. And this week... Is Jim Carrey trying to just be a character in every single universe? Now, Jim Carrey got to play the Riddler in the DC universe. He got to play the Mask in the Dark Horse universe, for those of you that forgot that comic book movie. And now if he comes full circle to be MODOK in the Marvel universe, these rumors are what's causing this book to spike 350% this week. Now, even though the Patton Oswalt show wasn't very popular, the sales prices have held solid. We are seeing a $680 average sale and a recent recent sale of $1,200 for a CGC 8.5. What's even more surprising is that the rumors, the leaks, so tread lightly here, are that it's going to happen as early as phase four, that Jim Carrey is already slated for an appearance in She-Hulk, Ant-Man Quantumania. He is a Captain America villain. I mean, that's really where his narrative begins. So maybe we're going to see Anthony Mackie's Captain America take on MODOK in Captain America 4, although that is an unscheduled movie as of today. Number five on the list, it Eternals number five, again, moving and shaking because of this brand new movie. You got to go see it, comic fam. Butch loved it. $65 average sales, a high sale this month of $625 for a CGC 9.8, down about $200 since the September high of $830. This comic book features multiple first appearances, but the two important ones made the movie, Makari, as well as who would be played by Angelina Jolie, Thena. Now, we have heard that Angelina Jolie is not interested in reprising her role in a solo movie, but we also heard the same thing from Natalie Portman when she was talking about reprising her Jane Foster role. And we know she's coming back for Love and Thunder. There's a 389% increase in copies sold since the debut of the movie, considering that the price has dipped. And both characters were outstanding in the movie. Makari, although was gender swapped, speeding around as one of the fastest superheroes in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, kicking the deviant's asses, we have an increase of copies sold of 389% since the movie dropped with a low high sale this week and a potential reprisal of characters that are found in this book. This may be a good opportunity to snag one. This Eternals run is filled with Kirby goodness, and you know what? If you don't have it already, you're going to keep missing out. Get every issue you can, guys. A way that you can keep track of said issues is by downloading the best comic book app in existence. Catalog your comics. Learn about comics. Discover comics. Get suggested pricing. It'll help you out on the hunt. We're talking about Key Collector Comics available for both Androids and iPhones. And you can use code TOM101 to unlock a free two-week subscription of the full app. Get access to all the categories, the ones that are actually made and designed to help you make money and invest and actually get some gains, the speculating, the investments. However... The catalog, all 30,000 plus comic books, key books that are worth money, are there for free for every member. Number four on the list, another book that nobody was specking on, Captain Britain and MI-13 number one. $15 average sales on this book that those in the know 
new, and those not, it was a sleeper. We have the first appearance of Faiza Hussein, who would later be named Excalibur and wield the sword. Captain Britain joins the MI-13. Spitfire joins the MI-13. This is a group that actually goes up against some supernatural entities, and that is becoming increasingly important as far as the spec game goes because of characters like Blade and the Black Knight being introduced in the MCU. Shout out to Captain Britain because we know back in 2019 with Avengers Endgame, a lot of people thought it was an Easter egg. We had Peggy Carter actually mention very quickly, where's Braddock? He hasn't reported in. Well, Braddock is Captain Britain. Now, a lot of people thought that this was just kind of a courtesy, you know, kind of paying tribute to a character. Well, that spiked the book a little bit back then. But it's been three years, but now the team seems to be forming. Henry Cavill even mentioned that he'd like to play Captain Britain in an interview. And you know what? All of these factors together are leading to a 2,050% increase Woo! in copies sold. That's, I think, the biggest mover and shaker this week. At the list, at number three, the Inkle issue number one. This is a 100-page soft cover trade paperback that every single member should not only know but have on their damn bookshelf. This is such a classic sci-fi book. Mobius, is, baby. I know, Mobius art and Jodorowsky writing. Like, this is one of those things that everyone should have read. We know that there are a lot of the artistic basis of the fifth element came from this. The plot is fantastic, and th this is just one of the pinnacles of sci-fi writing, and I am so excited to hear that they're making a new movie. Between 1980 and 1988, this was originally published in the French anthology science fiction comics, Metal or Law, which is heavy metal out in France and was adapted to a three-part graphic novel series. And an increase of 1,750% this week is serious. And this is kind of like combining all the sales amongst all the Incal Editions. Now, prior to writing The Inkle, Jodorowsky was known mostly as a movie director, including The High Mountain and the classic, famous, unreleased 14-hour Dune movie. We know that that movie would have been an absolute epic with some of the most incredible soundtracks done, but when he approached John Girard to work on this book together, also known as Mobius, it became an instant classic. He essentially channeled what didn't get done in the Dune movie and put it in the pages of comic books, Mobius becoming one of the most legendary artists ever in science fiction. I'll remind the community, you probably have actually seen his work in that Silver Surfer, what is it, a two-part series? The he two teamed part. up with Stan Lee, and it has some of the most outstanding visuals. I believe Mobius even did the lettering in that book. Yes, the two-part from 1988 is just an absolutely incredible Silver Surfer story, and the art is unparalleled. Some of the most underrated Marvel comics Comics that I know of, but the big reveal this week is who was going to play director in this movie, and fans rejoiced. True film directors and writers treat all of their projects like their babies, and you know that this is one of Jodorowsky's babies. He has been working on The Inkle forever, since Dune failed, and it is absolutely impressive to know that right now, he has given his full blessing to Taika Waititi for his vision. Now, everything that I've seen recently that Taika has released has been absolutely amazing, stunning, funny, every single bit of it. And you can tell that he puts his lifeblood into these projects. And I have every amount of faith that the Inkle is going to be one of the most amazing things we have ever seen. 
Couldn't have said it better myself, my brother. At the list at number two, Brian Michael Bendis, 2010, Avengers number one, seeing $15 average sales, $145 sales for a CGC 9.8. Maria Hill joins the Avengers. Bucky Barnes joins the Avengers as Captain America. But most importantly, we get the first team cameo appearance of the new Avengers. And there's one character in particular that's got the internet buzzing. This book contains the cameo appearance of an alt-reality person named Azari, who is the son of Storm and Black Panther, Takala. Cameos versus first appearances. We actually just made a video about this with Sammy from Skeleton Key. Check that video out. But the slow burn, the reveal of a new character being introduced sometimes takes place over a couple comics. Sometimes it's one comic like Hulk 180, 181. Well, this one has multiple appearances. We have a cameo appearance in issue one, a cameo appearance in issue two, four and five. And then in issue six of Avengers World number nine, we get all the characters identified. So multiple key appearances. But when you have that many, members tend to go for the first one. 2,667% increase, which makes this book the fastest mover this week. It's incredible how many of these books are just moving so much with so many more sales this week. There's a new rumor that we may very well end up seeing Takala's son in Black Panther 2. Whether that's going to be a replacement for a new Black Panther or a seed they're planting for a future storyline, we don't know. But this book is becoming very popular. The rumor is actually saying that the son will be named T'Challa as well, not Azari. So I do see the connection and why this book is spiking, but it may be a completely different character. And the rumors are stating that although Shuri may take on the role of Black Panther, that she may pass it to M'Baku. So it may be some time until we see the son of T'Challa actually take on the mantle and leader of Wakanda. Regardless, you gotta remind the fam, with time being displaced, variance being created, anything goes. Comic fam, hit that like, hit that subscribe button, make a comment down below to enter you to win a set of these We Live variants courtesy of Heroes and Villains. What do you think about this video? What do you think about this list? Do any of these books being placed here make you want to spec on others? Help your fellow members in the comment section to win a giveaway and the number one trending book in the world this week is Werewolf. By night number one. Now, this is the most recent Werewolf by Night number one. $30 average sales and $400 for a CGC 9.8 because it's the first appearance of Werewolf by Night, Jake Gomez. This is literally one of those coin flip things because if it ends up being Jake Gomez, you might hit a home run. If it ends up being Jack Russell, you might not. This is the type of thing where be careful if you're going to go and buy a book like this. August 2021, we heard rumors about Werewolf by Night specifically because of the Halloween special that's not even slated till next year, obviously, because it didn't just happen, that this is the particular Werewolf by Night rendition we were going to see. Well, as of this month, an actor was attached, but it is still unknown which Werewolf by Night we were going to see hit the screen. And that actor is Gail Garcia. 1,027% increase in copies sold for this Jake Gomez key. And whether it's Jake or Jack Russell, only time will tell. But you will recognize this actor from a recent M. Night Shyamalan movie. The horror movie called Old debuted this year. It got beat up by the critics because of how disturbing it was. However, if the comic fam likes horror movies, you gotta check it out. I really enjoy that because I like me some horror. I like feeling disturbed. And, oh, wow. We have a comic book adaptation 
adaptation that takes place in this movie. M. Night is getting some credit that he doesn't deserve because he really only wrote the first part of the movie and the ending. However, it was an adaptation of the graphic novel called Sandcastle, which talks about a family that goes to a beach that starts rapidly causing them to age. Horror in the form of getting old. It's dreadful, and everyone needs to watch it because Gail Garcia kills the role. Comic fam, have a great week. And, as always, geek responsibly. Enough said. Comic fam, come join us on What Not Wednesdays. We're packing the house with some of the best dealers in the community on the best new app to buy and sell collectibles. Comic fam, make sure you join me, Nerdy Girl Comics, Skeleton Key Comics, Comic Tom, Comic Pops, Rage Theo, and the Golden Age Guru every Wednesday for What Not Wednesday, selling fire to the comic fam. We also got Jam Mint starring out What Not Wednesday every other Wednesday, so follow him and... We'll see you there. Download the app, support the show, and get some dope comic books. We'll see you soon.